What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing today? I just got off the phone with well Juanito. I talked to him a few times yesterday. Um, we're planning our road trip. Uh, many things are going to be happening this fall. Stay with me, folks, because you're going to need a proper source through all of this shit. Let me just tell you that right now. This is about to get bananas. Bananas. Like, what's getting ready to happen? Uh, folks, you can Venmo me, D-Rod 1977. D-Rod 1977. When the lights go out, folks, when the lights go out on Amazon. Uh, when the lights go out. That's uh, on Amazon. Leave an honest review. My mama's book as well. The Mexican Mix. Yeah, see? The Mexican Mix. That's also on Amazon. Uh, I didn't sleep too good last night, so I'm going to try to get through this. I'm going to power through this. Uh, but first, folks, get your noble gold, your noble gold. The U.S. dollar has lost 85% of its value since the 70s. When the dollar, now let me try it, decoupled, decoupled, is it decoupled from, <laughs> decoupled from gold. Okay, decoupled from gold, right? Is that what it is, decoupled? All right. And the government seems hell-bent on continuing the tradition. From now until the next elections, the government can print as much money as they want. The last time they did that, inflation went up 9%. Gold is one asset that has proven proven to withstand inflation. Uh, invest in gold with Noble Gold Investments. You also get a 24-carat, one-fourth ounce gold standard coin for free. Uh, folks, go to noblegoldinvestments.com now, noblegoldinvestments.com, or simply dial 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. Five three four seven. <laughs> the only gold company I trust. I don't know. Was that an entertaining commercial? All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Spotify Nino's Corner. Telegram Nino's Corner. Telespam. Uh, Getter Nino's Corner. Rumble Nino's Corner. Truth Social David Rodriguez Boxer. Uh, Instagram David Nino Rodriguez Boxer. Twitter, Nino Boxer. Patriotware.com, bing, right there. Patriotware.com, get yourself some cool gear. I got a whole bunch of mugshot shirts right there. They're pretty cool. Um, Nino's Corner.tv, I got Wano Saban Part 1 and 2 up right now. They're up right now. Um, talking about the Nixon 2.0. Is Trump Nixon's 2.0? He was his protege, apparently, according to Juan. So... Very fascinating stuff on there. So part one and two with Juan O'Sabin. Uh Jim Brewer, the comedian, is up there right now. I'm going to put the edited version up on YouTube because he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. And then we I named this one How to Be a Jedi. How to Be a Jedi Among the Casualties of War. Because guess what, folks? 90% of people are going to be the casualties of war, and it's already happening. You know, they come up to you with face masks. They don't know what's going on in Hawaii. They think it's hot outside. Or it's the power lines. Those are casualties of war. The sleepwalkers. The sleepwalkers among us. Those are casualties of war. I don't care if you're just, if you are if you think you're awake. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. You can't be just this much in tune. You got to be all the way for what's coming. You got to know exactly what's going down for what's coming. And, uh. I suggest you go to the drop. I did a uh, drop about the coming alien 
2027 um, invasion or disclosure. Jan Halper is coming on. Jan Halper, DOD Task Force. Uh, she's going to be a good one. So that's coming on tomorrow. She's coming on. I'm interviewing her tomorrow, folks, tomorrow. So DOD Task Force, Jan Halper coming on Nino's Corner. Dot TV, get over there. You don't want to miss this one. Jan Halper's coming on. I'm even going to ask her to be a general in the general's tent for, I don't know, September or October. I think October might be Juanito. I think I'm going to have Juan on again in, uh, in October. What if I bring Jan and Juan on together in the general's tent? Now that'd be something. Uh, Lee Dundas, Lee Dundas is coming on. I'm also doing a roundtable with Kerry Cassidy, Scott McKay, and Michael Jaco. That's going on ninoscorner.tv. I'm doing that this week. Scott Bennett, baby. Scott Bennett's the new general in the general's tent. Psychological warfare, folks. That's what this guy's going to be talking about. August 24th, 5 p.m. Get your questions ready. Um, this guy is very dialed in, and he knows what he's talking about, psychological warfare. Now, it's up to you, baby. Do you want to turn it up or turn it down? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. I got to wake myself up. It, guys, it took you guys forever to get 400 likes, by the way. I even said please. I don't know how many times I've said please. I'm saying please, and you guys still were, like, lagging, lagging on the like button. All right, let's go. Are you ready? Turn it up or turn it down. You might be in a public place. You don't want anyone to know you're listening to the Nino. All right, folks. Coming at you live from the apocalypse, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's about to go down. That's all I'm going to say. As we go into fall, as we go into fall, Things are going to get real interesting. Could there be another arrest? Now, I'm going to say this. One kind of dropped some hints on the last video. Could there be another arrest? I've always thought it'll, that those type of, how can I put Me personally, I, I think it's next year, but whatever, I've been wrong before. So I'm not making the prediction here. Actually, Nobody is, but we're speculating. Could there be an arrest this fall? Things have to happen in fall, according to Juan. Things have to happen in fall, according to Juan. Now, that's according to Juan, not me. I just lay it out for you all to play it out. You know how I do this. But he kind of let the cat out of the bag. Something that I've been keeping to myself for years, but we'll, we shall see. We shall see. Will we see? Now, folks, don't put it on me. Don't put it on me. But here's the plan. Here's the plan. They are. They want to publicly humiliate Trump. They want to publicly humiliate Trump. Get him a mugshot. Make him look homeless. He's not going to look good in the mugshot. In the mugshot, they're going to publicly humiliate him. It's the same evil forces or evil force that crucified Jesus. Now, I'm not putting Trump on a pedestal like that at all, but he is the man of the hour, and he represents a lot of us Americans that want to see this get turned around. 
but Satan doesn't. <laughs> and all I'm saying is there's going to be a lot of public shaming, humiliation. Your liberal friends are going to be so happy. They want to take Trump completely out of the game and insert Pence and DeSantis on one side, or maybe Youngkin, who knows, and Obama and Newsom on the other. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's a wild card that I'm watching closely with RFK. I don't know. I'm still figuring out RFK, quite honestly. I, I'd like to have him on my show so I can ask him, some hard questions and not kiss his ass like everybody else does. I have some real questions, but ah, I don't think you'll want to come on. The invitation's out there. I don't back down from anybody. It can get a little intimidating for some folks, though. They don't want to be asked the real questions. I used to tell my sparring partners in boxing, it's the green light. I want you to try to knock me out. I want you to try. You get a bonus if you try to knock me out. I'm going to knock you out. I want to send your ass home early. So when the bell would ring, it was boop, 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 boop. We were going at it. That's how I, that's how I take this. This is how, why I take this so seriously, folks. I don't fuck around. I don't care. It's too late in the game. So your choice will be whatever horses they bring to the race. And the, by, by me saying that, I mean it's just like a boxing promoter. It's just like a boxing promoter where they own both fighters in the fight. And that's what they want to have in this fight. So they want to give you Coke and Pepsi. Biden is almost guaranteed to expire, folks. He's, he's done. He's the millstone around the D- Democrats' necks, as Juan has said so many times. He's a rotting corpse. He's a rotting corpse. They got to get rid of him. They don't know what they're going to do exactly just yet, but I got a feeling, I got a feeling Big Mike is going to come up the middle. (laughs) He's going to come rushing up the middle. I got a feeling Big Mike's going to show up. I got a feeling uh, Newsom. I mean, I have many questions. We don't know exactly who, but that's what I'm, what do you guys think? What do you, who do you think is going to pop up all of a sudden? I think Michelle. I also think, Youngkin, Pence, I got them listed here. Big Mike, tell me who else you thought you all think. Uh, Big Mike, Newsom, Pence, Youngkin, DeSantis, and what about RFK? He's a sleeper to me, and especially what he came out and said about abortion. So I'm kind of looking at him now like, eh, I don't know, man. You can't backtrack. You got to be you got to be set in your belief system if you're going to run for president. You got to have a backbone. If you're going to backtrack and backpedal, you ain't the guy for me. You're not the guy for me. So here is why I say Big Mike or <laughs> Big Mike. Here's why. Now, I pay close attention to what I read on sites. And now the Telegraph has come out and said Michelle Obama, next president. Democrat music, musical chairs begin, folks. Here they are. They're beginning. So they're already putting it out there. The Telegraph reports Michelle Obama could be America's next president. Forget Sleepy Joe. The Democrats might look again to a former first lady in 2024. Sources say that in conversation with a a foreign politician, it emerged that their government assumes Joe Biden will not be 
the Democratic nominee in 2024. Let me repeat that. Joe Biden will not be the Democratic nominee in 2024. Now, how many people, the only person that I know that have said that is Juanito, okay? Hate him all you want. Talk shit all you want. There's a reason why I bring this guy on. Joe will pull out before the first primaries is what it's saying right here. Let me read that again. Joe will pull out before the first primaries. It will it'll be too late for a grassroots candidate to enter the fray. An establishment stooge will be crowned at the convention. And the name of that lucky winner, Michelle Obama. It's a wild scenario. But if it does happen, please remember that you read it here first. You read it here first on the Telegraph. Eh, you heard it on ninoscorner.tv. We've been talking about this. Look how far ahead of the ball we are. How many times did we say Democrat musical chairs? Folks, you're ahead of the ball. You're way ahead of the ball if you're listening to me and Juanito. The Telegraph here is saying, oh, you heard it here first. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. We've been talking about this for how long? Give me some credit, folks. Give Juanito some credit. So, Democrat musical chairs. Could it be? Could it be? She makes a move. When I saw her at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Born in the USA. Whatever. <laughs> Sounds like Cheech Martin's. But, of course, she wants to be a part of that. Bruce Springsteen. Who better than Bruce Springsteen? Didn't Bruce Springsteen dress up in a dress? Wow, that guy went so far left. And by the way, I don't know if you've seen this. So as as Michelle emerges, there's going to be some other articles coming out at around the same time as she starts emerging, or it. This is going to come out at the same time, folks. Obama revealed he thought about making love to... Now, I know you guys have seen this article. He's thought about making love to what? <laughs> yeah, that. And an unearthed letter the former U.S. president wrote about his andro- an androgynous mind in previously redacted letters 40 years ago to an ex-girlfriend. Now, I go. I know you guys have seen this. Yeah, don't put it on there, please. Please don't put it on there. I try to dance around these issues. But I still like to bring it out. So this is this is all going to start coming out. Now, this is going to start getting really weird. There's going to be a lot more fires because it's hot outside. And there's going to be musical chairs happening. Enjoy the show is what they say. It's almost like a chess game to where we know what next moves they're going to make. Very interesting. Very interesting. I'm, you know, at this point, is it a show? Damn. I'm starting to believe it. How would they know so far ahead these moves that they're going to make? Now, I consider myself a lucky guy because I can just dial Juanito, Scott, uh, the ghost, all parts of the day. And I tailor my shows for you all because I have that privilege. There's some things I can say and there's some things I cannot. 
But I try to tailor this program for you guys the best way I know how and drop hints, drop a lot of hints. So Furious Trump sends middle-of-the-night fundraising emails shortly after he is indicted for a fourth time, stating, I will never surrender our country to these tyrants. Now, all I'm going to say, folks, I don't care how many times, how many indictments get thrown on him. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care how many mugshots he takes. I don't care. I don't care if he's on house arrest and he can't do rallies anymore. I don't care. I don't care. That's fine with me. I think there's going to be a boomerang. And everyone involved, that they're just doing their job. (laughs) Fuck, dude. I wouldn't want to be you guys. That's all I'm going to say. I would not want to be you guys. I would not want to be you guys. Um, Trump, along with 18 others, was indicted on Monday in Georgia for his alleged role in trying to overturn the you-know-what, overturn the you-know-what. So they catch the bank robbers in the act. They try to go after the bank robbers, and, oh, you can't do that. We are also the police. The bank robbers are also the police. So using it as an opportunity to galvanize, he sent out an early morning email. A furious Donald Trump sent a fundraising email in the early hours of Tuesday morning, shortly after being indicted for a fourth time this year. The former president was indicted on Monday in Georgia for his alleged roles in trying to overturn the you-know-what, with prosecutors accusing the former president of being a being head of a criminal organization. Yeah, not the Bidens. Never mind the Bidens. Eh, sweep that under the rug. Seeing an opportunity to galvanize his base, Trump and his campaign sent an angry email to supporters in which he attacked Fannie Willis. I don't know who Fannie Willis is. I don't know what they look like, but I like to say the name. Fannie Willis. Fannie Willis, motherfucker. I don't know. I just feel like that's that sounds like a Fannie Willis. The district attorneys for Georgia's Fulton County, as well as Crooked Joe Biden's all-wall call, his supporters to donate towards to donate towards his 2024 presidential race. Justice and the rule of law are officially dead in America. Trump declared in the email sent at around 3 a.m. Eastern. At least he's not doing drunk texts, right? At least he's not doing drunk emails. We know he doesn't drink. Trump's email called Willis a left-wing prosecutor with extreme anti-Trump bias and said she has indicted me despite having committed no crime before going to say I will never surrender. So, folks, I would hate to be Fannie Willis, motherfucker. I just would. I would not want to be in any of these people's shoes at all. Believe me when I tell you that. Oh, believe me when I tell you that. Georgia court website briefly publishes, removes document after potential Trump charges. Uh, Fulton County, Georgia court's website briefly posted a document on Monday listing several criminal charges against former U.S. President Donald Trump that appeared related to his attempts to overturn the you-know-what defeat in the state before taking the document down without explanation. The Fulton County District Attorney's Office said in a statement that no charges have been filed against Trump. The document was dated August 14th and named Trump, citing the case as open, but is no longer available on the court's website. Reuters was not immediately able to determine why the item was posted or removed. 
The Reuters report that those charges were filed inaccurate. Beyond that, we cannot comment. A spokesperson for the district attorney's office said. <laughs> That's kind of illegal. The Georgia prosecutor, district attorney, Fannie Willis, motherfucker, has been probing whether Trump and his allies illegally sought to overturn the state's, you know what, results and has been expected to seek an indictment from a grand jury this week. If Trump is charged in Georgia, it would mark his fourth indictment in less than five months and the second to arise from his efforts to overturn his loss, his loss to Joe Biden. And then here it says Georgia uh, grand jury returns indictment in Trump 2020 election case. Atlanta grand jury, Fulton County, Georgia, handed up at least one indictment on Monday evening in connection with a probe to former President Donald Trump's efforts to dispute the 2020, you know what, results in the state according to the county clerk. Documents were presented around 9 p.m. local time by the county court's clerk to the Fulton County judge who for months has been presiding over the investigation. It's an unconfirmed, it is unconfirmed who was indicted, how many indictments were improved, and what changes were laid. It says laid here. The indictments are expected to be unsealed later this evening. Officials have told reporters that a news conference would be held later tonight. So I think they've been unsealed, correct? So mugshots, TV cameras... Trump won't be treated any different this time. So this time, they're going to make sure. They're going to make sure he's humiliated. They're going to make sure you see it. They're going to crucify him publicly, folks. They're going to make it really bad. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, Atlanta officials have insisted Donald Trump won't be treated any different than a regular defendant at his, his criminal case works its way through the Fulton County court system, promising he'll have a mugshot taken and a potential trial televised. So this will be tra- move over OJ, move over OJ Simpson. <laughs> Make room for Trump. Whole new ball of wax right here, folks. That stark contrast to Trump's initial trio of indictments, where he's extended having a booking photo taken and had his hearings thus far take place largely behind closed doors in states or districts that ban live streaming inside the courtroom. So they're getting ready to go all out with the humiliation. All out with the humiliation. But I don't know if any of you saw the hackling, cackling hyena, and I'm not talking about Kamala. I'm talking about the witch. The witch. We know who the witch is. I can't say her name here, but you know who the witch is. (sighs) He who laughs, laughs. Last, laughs, last, laughs the loudest or the longest. Is it the loudest or the longest? He who laughs last is all I'm going to say. We saw her laughing on CNN. Oh, boy, did we see her laughing. So unless somebody tells me differently, we are are following our normal practices. And so it doesn't matter your uh, statutes. We'll have a mugshot ready for you, Fulton County Sheriff Patrick Label said recently. The first ever, first ever presidential mugshot may not come straight away. However, as officials have given Trump until noon on August 25th to voluntarily surrender to authorities in Georgia, where he and 18 others were indicted Monday night on a slew of charges, including racketeering. Now, folks, ask yourself this. 
Why would any man put themselves through this? Some just regular businessman trying to make a living, owns a lot of real estate. Why would he play chicken with the deep state? Unless, (laughs) unless he was invited to run and he has bigger guns behind him. (laughs) Okay. Now, me personally, I wouldn't go start a street fight with a guy if I knew he had a, a big backup. If he had a lot of backup back in the days when I was running around in Juarez, see that Juarez, we get in fights. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go up to a dude if I knew he had he had deep backup. If I knew, like, oh man, that guy's like, he's got six, seven, eight friends with him. Unless, <laughs> unless, or let's say this: I wouldn't fuck with anybody if I knew they had ten, fifteen people behind them. Unless I knew I had a lot more, a lot more hiding in the shadows. Then I'd say game on. Get what I'm saying here, folks. Get what I'm saying here. You don't just act crazy to act crazy. Especially when you're a methodical businessman. Get what I'm saying? I hope so. I hope so. Not many in attendance today, huh? Who is Trevian Cootie? I don't know if I said that right. Uh, what to know about Kanye West's former publicist charged alongside Trump in Georgia? So Trevian Cootie, and I guess that's how you say his name, a Chicago-based publicist who formerly represented Kanye West, is among the 19 individuals charged with attempting to overturn the you-know-what in Fulton, Georgia, late Monday alongside former President Donald Trump, who faces a fourth indictment. Cootie was charged with, I guess it's Cootie or Cuddy, I don't know, was charged with violating Georgia's racketeer-influenced and corrupt organization's RICO statute that prohibits racketeering, alleging Cootie and other defendants constituted a criminal organization and engaged in a criminal enterprise when they tried to overturn the you-know-what. Cootie was charged with one count of a conspiracy to commit Solicitation of false statements and writings and one count of influencing a witness. All I can say, folks, is this is about to get really entertaining and just know that you're going to see a lot more things hit Trump. Just for right now, just imagine Trump as a punching bag. He's going to be a punching bag as they try to smother him out and give you DeSantis, Pence, Youngkin, and then on the other hand, Obama, Big Mike, or Newsom, uh, and like I said, wild card, RFK for me, because now I'm like, ah, why is he backtracking? Who's talking to him? Why is he changing his mind? I watch things like that. I look at things like that because I told you, politicians are jellyfish. And when you start acting like one, well, You quack like a duck. You walk like a duck. You're a duck. And in this case, you're a jellyfish. Christie pulls ahead of DeSantis. Are you kidding me? Christie pulls ahead of DeSantis in New Hampshire GOP primary. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie has surpassed Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in a pie-eating contest. (laughs) Just kidding. In the critical early presidential primary state of New Hampshire, according to an Emerson uh, colleague survey released Tuesday, Christy leapfrogged, leapfrogged. That toad can't even jump. <laughs> leapfrogged. That toad can't even move. All right. 
Uh, Leapfrog DeSantis for second place in Granite State, gambling 9% support. DeSantis, can you imagine that guy running the country? He's like, what are we having today? Donuts? Can you imagine that guy leading the country? Could he even wobble to the podium? He really does look like a mole rat, like a mole, a hairless mole rat. That's how I, that's what I see when I see him. This sharp little nose that burrows into the mud and burrows into the mud. <laughs> oh, okay, so Christie's one point lead over DeSantis falls within the polls plus or minus three point four percent margin of error. You gotta wonder what are these people even going for? I guess they're jockeying for like hopefully they can get vice presidents. I don't know. But you know Christie's going to be real happy about this one. So let's talk for let's talk a second about RFK. Let's talk about RFK and why I'm bashing him right now. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy backtracks on support for federal abortion ban, so he's backtracking. I don't like that. So Mr. Kennedy, who is running for president as a Democrat, said that he would sign a ban after three months gestation, but his campaign quickly reversed his comments. Robert Kennedy said Sunday that he supported a federal ban on abortion after the first trimester of pregnancy, then quickly backtracked, underscoring both his ideological uncomfortable position with the Democratic primary field and deep salience of abortion in next year's election. Mr. Kennedy, who was running against President Biden, made his comments at the Iowa State Fair after an NBC news reporter asked whether he would sign a bill codifying codifying the right to abortion once protected by Roe versus Wade. Democrats have rallied around such legislation since the Supreme Court overturned Roe last year, though the party does not currently have the votes in Congress to pass it. I believe a decision to abort a child should be up to the woman during the first three months of life, Mr. Kennedy said. In response to follow-up questions, Mr. Kennedy confirmed that he would sign federal restrictions after three months which some Republicans have proposed and elected Democrats almost universally oppose. While the vast majority of abortions take place in the first trimester window, Roe protected abortion rights until viability, the point when a fetus can survive outside the womb, which is around the end of the second trimester. Hours later, hours later, Mr. Kennedy's campaign released a statement saying he had misunderstood a question posed to him by an NBC reporter in a crowded, noisy exhibit hall at the Iowa State Fair. So here he is, backpedaling, <laughs> waiting on this one, RFK. I was waiting on this. Gotcha, motherfucker! <laughs> Mr. Kennedy's position on abortion is that it's always the woman's right to choose. The statement said he does not support legislation banning abortion. He does not support legislation banning abortion 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 but the video of his comments and back and forth that followed show mr kennedy specifying the first three months of pregnancy, in his own words, the reporter asking several follow-up questions to confirm his position. 
So would you cap it at 15 weeks, the reporter asked. Uh, yes, Mr. Kennedy said. Uh, or 21 weeks. Uh, yes, three months, he said. So three months you would sign a federal cap on that, the reporter said. Yeah, yes, I would, Mr. Kennedy said. A, spokesman, a spokeswoman for his campaign did not respond to questions on Monday. While there was no ambigu- ambigu- ambiguity, amb- ambiguity in Mr. Kennedy's declaration of support for a ban after three months, there were indications that he did not understand the timeline of pregnancy. He just didn't understand it. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. By the way of explaining his position, he said, once a child is viable outside the womb, I think that the state has an interest in protecting that child. But viability, which can vary from pregnancy to pregnancy, can vary from pregnancy to pregnancy, is generally around 24 weeks or six months. Mr. Kennedy, a scion of the storing of the storied American political family and an environment, environmental lawyer has become known for his anti-this advocacy and his promotion of conspiracy theories. Now, that's why I like the guy. I like him because of that. But <laughs> I was waiting for that flip-flop, and I got it. <clears throat> How you like me now? I don't know about that, Nino. He yells too much. I don't like it. It hurts my ears. I'm just very uh, passionate in what I do, folks. I'm sorry. I don't know, man. Sometimes I wonder if I'm taking out my anger and frustration because so many people are dying next to me. <laughs> I've lost so many. I've lost four friends this year. And, I, you know, if anyone was weak, if I was just a little little bit weaker i'd go drink i'd go drink right now i'd be like fuck this i'm gonna go take a drink i'm gonna go i would like to go to a bar and let loose i would like to have a couple beers with dinner i'd like to have a glass of wine with my spaghetti but you know that's why that's why i hit the brakes because that's when it's like okay i hear the same story for everyone that backslid the same story well i was seven years sober i was 10 years sober and uh, I just wanted to have a glass of wine with my meal, you know. I just wanted to have a glass of wine. They all say the same thing. And they do that for a while. You do have a glass of wine for a while. For a while, you do that. And then you go, you know, eh, I'm going to let loose with my friends today. Then you have three, four glasses and a shot. Then you have a shot. Then you're like, then you're like, then, you're, then your guard's completely down. And then you're like, well, you know, now... Now I think, ah, fuck it, I'm going to get fucked up tonight. I'll, I'll think about it tomorrow. And then you're fucked up, and then you drive drunk, and you kill somebody. <laughs> okay? I don't know. I'm just saying, that's how it happens. It starts with, I'm going to have a glass of wine for dinner. That's how it starts. I'm just going to do a little bit of this. A little bit of that. I'm just going to smoke a little bit of the crack pipe. No, 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 no. I've never smoked crack. I don't think. I was skeptical one time. Of... I don't think I have. Done a lot of shit in my life. But really, no, really, that's how it always starts. Am I right on this? Give me a thumbs up if you think I'm right on it. I'm trying to stay sober for you all, for me, for you, for you, me, you and me. Nigeria is prepared for war against regional countries threatening to invade three weeks into a coup. Nigerians are preparing for war against regional countries threatening to invade three weeks after mutinous soldier... uh, yeah, mutinous, mutinous, man, some of these words. Soldiers ousted 
the nature the nation's democratically elected president. Residents in the capital are calling for the mass recruitment of volunteers to assist the army in the face of a growing threat by the West African regional bloc, which says it will use military force if the junta doesn't reinstate the deposed president, Mohammed Bazoumi. ECOWAS has activated a standby force to restore order in Niger after the junta ignored a deadline to reinstate and release Bazumi. Bazumi. So, looks like to here we're going to see some kind of a what civil war or a war. It looks like Niger is going to be going into war here, folks. The countries, the internationally, everything's heating up. The initiative spearheaded by a group of locals in Niamey aims to recruit tens of thousands of volunteers from across the country to register for the volunteers for the defense of Niger to fight, assist with medical care, and provide technical and engineering logistics, among other functions, in case the junta needs help. So here we go. Niger's throwing their hat into the ring, folks. (sighs) How am I doing here? This is getting more ridiculous by the day. And I've been told that there's just no way out of it, that we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And the fight, the fight is being brought to us. Folks, this is not the America you once knew is gone forever, forever. That's what I'm getting. It's not going back to to uh, apple pie and baseball games. It's going to change. Everything's changing by the minute. By the day, Liz Straub, thank you. So things are changing, and it's never, you got to get used to the idea that we're not going back to the 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s. America like that is gone forever. And you know what? Good riddance. Because everyone was in a coma. Everyone was sleepwalking. We were nothing but sleepwalkers. Everyone was in a, was in a hypnotic state of being. Thank you, Colleen Welsh. Do you get what I'm saying? So, folks, just look at it this way. At least we're waking up out of our slumber. And, yes, there's a lot of things exposing itself right now. Thank God. Thank goodness for that. I'd rather be awake. I'd rather be awake any day than be a naive sheep. I hate sheep. Have you ever seen those feigning goats? My friend took me to a ranch here in El Paso, New Mexico, Santa Teresa, and he had fainting goats. I've never seen anything like it. I'm like, what do you mean fainting goats? This was way back in the day. And I walk up, and there's these goats that walk around the ranch. And as soon as you approach them, they and they fall over. And they just, that's their, that is their defense mechanism. They just give up, okay? How many people do you know that are like that? I, I'm being serious. How many people do you know that are fainting goats? There's a lot of fainting goats. So when you walk up to these goats, they just go, ah, and they just they go paralyzed, and they fall over. How many Americans are feigning goats? They just give up. They just give up. They don't fight. Nah. They just give up. That's most people, okay? That's most people are just scared. They're scared to do anything because I don't want to be shamed. I have to go to work. I have kids that are in school. I don't want to teach them to be leaders or how to deal with adversity. I want them to get along with everybody and feel good about themselves. 
Cowards! Cowards! Be a trailblazer. <laughs> Light the way for others so they can be brave. I wonder if you all watch me because you're like, wow, this guy's losing his shit. You guys are probably watching me thinking, wow, this guy's really losing his shit. He's going to fucking lose it. He's losing it. You guys are watching me in real time lose my shit. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Terrible tweets. I got this from Terrible. Anyone recognize this man? Maui Police Chief John. God, how do you say his last name? Pelletier was also incident commander for the 2017 Las Vegas shooting. How interesting. He showed up again like a turd that doesn't flush. They'll tell you this is just a coincidence, though. Wow. They're using the same kind of crisis actor, huh? Interesting. Very interesting. Um. So in Lahaina, fire victims are being pressured to sell land, Governor warns. You don't say. So you would be pretty pretty poorly informed if you try to steal land from our people and then build here. But whoa, 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 what do you mean? Don't you know? Don't you know? Smart cities. So Hawaiian officials are warning residents that unscrupulous investors are trying to take advantage of the fire disaster on Maui to take over properties. Governor Josh Green reported that residents are being approached about selling fire-damaged home and land sites by people posing as real estate agents. Posing as real estate agents. Now, let's see how many feigning goats are in this scenario. How many people are just going to sell? He said those people may have ill intent and issued a warning to scammers. You'd be pretty poorly informed if you try to steal land from our people and then build here. Green said in a press release Monday. Huh. Funny how the people to the rescue are people like Oprah. <laughs> That's funny. That's real funny. When you know, you know. Now, here's another article I got, and there's a lot of people out there saying, oh, it was the power lines. It was the power lines. Power lines caused Maui's first reported fire video and data show. In Kula, Kauai, in Hawaii, at 10.47 p.m. last Monday, a security camera at the Maui Bird Conservation Center captured a bright flash in the woods, illuminating the trees swaying in the wind. I think that's when the tree is falling on a power line, says Jennifer Pribble. I've seen trees fall on power lines before. They don't do what just happened in Hawaii. They don't. They don't melt cars, okay? Start looking at all the facts. Start looking at but no it's the power lines start looking at all the facts okay no power lines it was the power lines they caused the fire it got a tree to catch fire and the tree caught a bush on fire then the grass caught on fire and then it started melting cars that's what happened cars were melting because it was the power lines david Same people, the same people that told you in 2020 that you were full of shit and you were a conspiracy theorist, where are they at now? They're like, oh, well, uh, geez, I feel kind of sick. 
Yeah, we told you. Okay. Ah, but we're going to be the conspiracy theorists in 2023, right? We're going to be the ones that are like, oh, it's not that. It was power lines. It's not that. Hell, how can you say that? You're crazy. Get your tinfoil hat. Crazy smart. Not crazy stupid like you. I just can't. No. David Nino Rodriguez, the same guy that talks about Sasquatch. Oh, he's crazy. <laughs> Let me just get back on my Instagram and forget about all this. I'm drinking my coffee black, and it's giving me, you know, I'm doing fasting, and maybe that's why I'm, I don't know. I'm doing a lot of fasting uh, with my ketones. Uh, in what the fuck news, in what the fuck news. Now, this one is kind of crazy to me because a whole police department just said, fuck it. <laughs> All right. Entire police department in Minnesota City resigns. the good Hugh city council uh, discussed options for police coverage after the entire department's resignation. Well, you know where to go if you want to be a criminal now. So a small city in Southeastern Minnesota could be left without police department after the entire force recently resigned. Officials said the good Hugh police department resigned because of issues with the city's pay. Mayor Ellen Anderson Buck sat at a city council meeting Monday. The city, which is the county of the same name, it has a population of just over a thousand, according to the website. The city council met to discuss options for police coverage after the department's resignation. The meeting was initially called so the city could discuss salary increases for the department, but the entire team resigned. Before it could even happen, police chief Josh Smith submitted his resignation at a city council meeting last Wednesday. The Associated Press reported a full-time officer and five part-time employees resigned two days after having learned about Smith. Since the resignations have been handed in by our police department, it has been recommended by our city attorney, by our city attorney, that at this point we need to pursue our other options. Anderson Buck said at the top of the meeting. So at this point, there's no reason to really talk about pay increases since we no longer have a police force. At a July 26th council meeting, Smith said there were zero applicants for the police department and disclosed that other law enforcement agencies were trying to recruit him and his colleagues. So if you want a job, maybe go here and uh, put in an application to be a cop. I don't know. Or if you're a full-time criminal, this is also a good place to start. Just saying. Um, I edited the Juan O'Savin question and answer because I felt there were some words on there that needed to be taken out. I'm going to change the title of this one. I'm going to say, maybe I'll say the next arrest. Who is it? The witch? I don't know. I'm going to put, I'm going to change the title because obviously none of you found this title intriguing enough to click. So usually I'm over 4,500 and I'm at below 4,000. So. It kind of hurts. Um, lots of stuff coming, folks, this fall. Um, I said we're going to make a vertical leap. I mean that. Um, now what? I don't know. I'm not psychic. I just know 
Things are going to pick up. It's going to pick up. It already has picked up. Look what happened in Lahaina. That's the new boogeyman. It's hot outside. It's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. Oh, boy. So who's going to be the next arrest? That's what I'm wondering. Who's going to be the next arrest? That's interesting. I don't know. Could it be? Could it be the next arrest? Go to the drop. Go to the drop. Uh, I I didn't put a pinned comment. I'll do it right now. I'll put up a, a pinned comment. The drop. I got 13,000 people there. I'm trying to grow that channel, so please go there and uh, like and subscribe. All right, folks, I'm out of here. And the new heavyweight champion of podcasting and the black sheep of broadcasting, baby. All right, I'm out. Later, folks.